0: Welcome to episode 14 of Character Evolution Cast, everyone! It's just me here, poor Ryan has been without internet for two days because of pretty bad storms up where he lives, so keep him in your thoughts as he suffers his life without Netflix. Just a quick reminder that we are going to not have an episode out next week as Ryan and I try to do our last minute prep for Gen Con. There are still some tickets available for our character creation cast panel with published author TV's James D'Amato and notable game designer slash goat enthusiast Grant Howitt. That will be Thursday at 2 o'clock. If you still want to get tickets, you can get those. I'm not sure if Ryan's games of Chimera have been posted yet. I really hope that they have for the sake of his health. Um, If they are out there, please go take a look and try and sign up for them. If they're not... I'm sure you can talk to him and he can at least try and let you know what's going on. We also will both be participating in the Quiz to Mastery panel, so I believe there are still tickets for that as well. For those of you coming, we really look forward to seeing you. For those of you who won't be there, I'm sorry that we'll miss you, but hopefully we can all chat with you sometime. Um, And without further ado, here's the episode!
1: Are quickly approaching one of the biggest conventions in the world, Gen Con, and we thought it would be really helpful to walk everyone through our thoughts on how to survive any given convention. There's definitely a lot to unpack here, but we hope this helps someone out there be a little less apprehensive about attending a convention, whether it be their small local gaming convention or the 50,000 plus attendees convention that is Gen Con. Uh, I have not been to a con the size of Gen Con before, uh, but I know Amelia has.
0: Yes, twice actually. You can hear about my adventure last year in the Secret Archive. Um, Mm -hmm. Jude and I did a fun little wrap-up. This episode, we are going to look at getting ready for a convention, social situations, gaming, self-care, and everyone's favorite, con drop.
1: Yeah, Condra.
0: Ryan and I decided that because Gen Con is coming soon, it would be a good idea to have a little chat about best ways to survive a convention, best ways to, like, not have a panic attack about it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping I can get some great advice for myself here <laughs> Like get <Yeah>. ready. Um, <laughs> and hopefully this advice will apply to conventions, both big and small. Um, I think a lot of this conversation is going to be targeted a little bit more toward Gen Con, just because that's what we both have on our minds right now. Um, but there is a lot of this that you can use for both big and small conventions, gaming or not.
1: Yeah. Wait, uh, Gen Con's coming up.
0: Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Not that I know of. I don't have, uh, like, two – we don't have to leave in two weeks. We don't <laughs> to leave in two weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Don't this worry is about it. fine. It's this fine. is fine. It's fine. We're, we're, we're okay. Everything's fine. We're professionals.
0: Right. I'm so professional. um, we're hoping to interject a little bit of our personal experience between some of these points. And we hope that it gives you a little bit of a head start in preparing. Um, not as much of a head start as I would like, personally. Um, but we also hope that it helps reduce some anxiety around the convention. Um, so you have the chance to just have a good time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so... There are lots, there's always lots to do before you go to a convention. So the first thing we're going to go over is how to get ready for a convention. Uh, Not everyone prepares the same way, uh, but there are a few practical tips to make your prep a little bit easier. Uh, First off, you need to know where you are going, how to get there and what you are doing when you actually get there. Um, And I know most of us have to travel a bit to get to conventions. And the logistics can take a little bit of planning.
0: Yeah, I think for a lot of people, this is the biggest part of prep is just making sure that you know where you're going and how to get there and all of that kind of stuff. Because for a mm-hmm. lot of people, that's like the biggest stress. It's like once I'm there, I'm okay. But getting there is yes. is the rough part. Um, yes. If, you, if you're taking a fi- a flight... Look into things like parking at the airport and getting a ride and all of that kind of stuff. Um, check the rules about what you can and can't bring on a plane. Figure out what time you need to get to the airport. Figure out what you're doing once your flight gets into the airport. Um, You know, like how are you getting from there to your hotel or wherever. Um, keep an eye out for delays and flight changes. A lot of this probably seems really simple if you've ever traveled anywhere before. It's not con-specific. Um, but having that information can kind of just help de-stress you. Like, a lot of this advice is going to be centered on the idea that knowledge is power. So yeah. just kind of knowing things and having that plan in the back of your mind can be really helpful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you want to allot plenty of time for air travel, um, especially if you're coming from out of the country. Um, you're going to want to have that extra bit of time to go through security checkpoints and all that sort of fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, um, and little stuff. Like I think every airline has different rules about like what size bags you can take yep. on and all that kind of stuff too. So I just like, Absolutely. I don't think you want to be stuck at the gate. Like, Oh, take a bunch of stuff out of your bag. Cause you can't have mm-hmm. that.
1: <laughs> yep. at, at, most definitely. Um, the alternative to get there, uh, probably driving unless you live right next to the convention. Uh, You're going to want to look up directions ahead of time. Uh, So you have an idea of how long it it will take to get there. And if there's going to be tolls along the way, you might want to bring some change for that, Uh, where there might be construction that you might have to get around. Um, Things like that will help get you there. Uh, Before you leave, you're probably going to want to clean out your car uh you know prep your playlist if you want to listen to music or you know maybe podcasts on the way there uh we got one that we would highly recommend uh it's this one right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) listen to it again on your way there you know might
1: as well get you in the mood and uh do things that will help your safety on the road as well like get your oil changed you know you don't want to be caught in the middle of somewhere with uh with your car stalling out for whatever reason. So get that change, get the engine checked, things like that. Um, especially if you're driving more than a few hours, because uh, it seems like a lot of people will drive up to six to 10 hours, give or take, for most conventions that are kind of big like this. Um, so you don't want to risk that, especially if you're going to a summer convention like Gen Con. Pack some snacks uh, and maybe even your favorite pillow uh, so if you're driving with in tandem with somebody else, uh, that way you can swap and, and maybe get a little bit of rest if it's going to be a long trip, trip down there.
0: Um, if you're particularly stressed about all of the logistics and everything. You can also consider calling to confirm that your hotel stuff is sorted out. If you're like me and you worry about every little detail, mm-hmm. um especially again at like one of these bigger conventions where you know that stuff around is not going to be open. Um yeah. just, you know, it never hurts to confirm things and follow up. Um just make I sure that you have do that. Yeah, just make sure that you have everything kind of <laughs> wrapped up and, you know, again things like making sure you know how to get to their, to your hotel and mm-hmm. uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and where the hotel parking is. Yes, where the hotel parking is, what kind of stuff you have to do for that. All mm-hmm. that all that fun. Um <laughs> Are you ready for my favorite part?
1: What is your favorite part Amelia?
0: <laughs> Making lists.
1: <laughs> Yay, lists.
0: I have 3 pages of lists for Gen Con already.
1: Oh, goodness gracious. Um, I've not, got not your... all of
0: stuff to bring. I have like one that's like stuff to bring. And one that is, like, things that I need to do. And then one that is, like, game stuff that needs to get done. So
1: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, I love making lists. Lists make me feel better. Uh, oh, yeah. They're not great for, you know, not everybody loves them. Um, I know in my, in my DBT group when I was going through my therapy, I showed everybody, like, my color-coded list for packing to move. And everybody's like, that's too much. And I was like, no, it's <laughs> beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I strongly recommend making a list. Clothes, toothbrush, phone charger. I personally like to write down everything, no matter how small it is. Yeah. A lot of that kind of stuff seems really obvious, but it's easy to overlook things, especially when you're trying to throw that last minute stuff in there. You know, things mm-hmm. that you can't do two weeks ahead of time. Um, and especially when you are... Like, if you're not flying or if you're not driving in, um, it can be kind of inconvenient to sort all that stuff out once you get there because you've got to, like, yes. find a ride there and find a store and all that kind of stuff because you mm-hmm. forgot hair ties or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I strongly recommend write down everything, even if it's something really dumb. You can always decide not to throw it in your suitcase, but it's mm-hmm. nice to be able to see, like, yes, I did this. Right. And just make sure that whatever you pack is appropriate for the weather, both inside and outside. So mm-hmm. especially for a summer convention, even though it may be like 90 degrees outside, I still strongly recommend grabbing like a sweatshirt or a cardigan or something like that because a lot of times the air conditioning is running and it gets a little chilly.
1: Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of people in those rooms and they're going to want to crank up the AC a little bit just to uh, balance out that body heat and everything and keep the air less than, you know, Humid and, and gross.
0: Yep. But at the same time, at, especially at a convention like Gen Con, that's huge, um, you do have to walk outside between buildings. So, yeah. you know, um, layer, I would say. My advice to you is layer appropriately. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> a quick reminder to all of you who may not be thinking about it if you got a badge or anything mailed to you ahead of time, please make sure to put it in your suitcase.
1: Yeah. Do I've not leave mine. your
0: tickets and your badge at home on your bookshelf. I <laughs> yeah. actually haven't done that, but mine are already in my suitcase even though it's Ooh. two weeks away because I
1: need to I need to do, relocate mine. mine are literally right in front of me right now in the studio and uh, I, I have stressed dreams that I'm going to forget them down here.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> if you tend to pack lightly, uh, just remember that most of the day you will be out and about doing stuff. Uh, it can seem really tempting to just pack your one duffel bag and call it a day. Uh, but this is really important. You may want to pack a or have a backpack or have a bag with you. Uh, something that you can use to carry your stuff throughout the day. Uh, because carrying around your purchases or your dice or books or, or little trinkets that you find Uh, or things that people hand out at your games, it's going to get very tiring very fast.
0: Yep, you're definitely going to set something down and lose it. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: On that note, make sure to pack whatever your gaming stuff you might want. Dice, pencils, note cards. If you aren't running games, you probably don't need to bring books, and I honestly recommend not doing that because it can be really heavy carrying them around all day. But if you want to, live it up. Um, But do make sure that you have that gaming stuff. A lot of tables will have, you know, a lot of GMs will have some of that kind of stuff around for you. They'll bring pencils and they'll bring some dice and stuff like that. But it's nice to have your own just in case. Yeah. Also, um, remember that conventions have a lot of recirculated air, especially if they have the AC on or I guess in the winter if there's heat on. um, Mm -hmm. The air gets really dry. Very dry. Drink water. Yeah. I also strongly suggest bringing a little bit of lotion or some chapstick. Um, I personally, we've talked about my weird sensory stuff. Um, I can't stand when my hands get dry. Like I just, I can't function. So I always have lotion with me. Um, mm-hmm. Same with like chapstick and stuff. It just feels gross when your lips get really dry. So. Yeah.
1: And that that lotion will definitely come in handy, especially if you're bringing hand sanit- sanitizer.
0: Which you should Uh, definitely bring.
1: You should bring hand sanitizer. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Get yourself a little portable hand sanitizer bottle as well, Uh, especially if you don't have one already. Uh, Preferably something without a strong scent because you're going to be around a lot of people, um, and some people I know have very adverse reactions to very strong smells. Uh, So things that you would find at Bath & Body Works, probably not okay to bring to a convention with that many people around because they have a very powerful scent.
0: Nah, eh, that's what I bring.
1: <laughs>
0: Mine is oh. eucalyptus and mint. It's not like a weird fancy flavor. It's one okay. of, the, one of they, the oil ones.
1: Yeah, they do have some decent ones at Bath & Body Works that aren't super, super strong. Uh, eucalyptus and mint is kind of mild in comparison. But I'm thinking like the, the flowery ones you want to avoid maybe. Uh, the ones that are just like extremely... Powerful full ascent, you might want to avoid. Um, but along with that, you probably want to pack some uh, portable tissue packages as well, uh, especially if you are prone to allergies, uh, because you're going to always want a tissue on hand and they don't have tissues at the tables. Uh, but this is also where sanitizer kicks in, uh, but we'll go over that a little bit later.
0: Um, at some point, I should put together like my checklist of all of the stuff that I put in my bag i pack like a mom bag mm-hmm. that's i mean that's just my personal preference but at some point i should put together a list for people of all of the things that i i have in my con bag um, yeah, all
1: the con necessities is yes. uh, is something that would be really really handy to have
0: yeah absolutely so maybe i'll, I'll throw that in a doc for people to look at
1: that'd be very cool what stuff needs to be done before you go uh do you need to pay some bills ahead of time maybe um Maybe you need to arrange for your pets to be watched uh, or at least fed if you have cats. Kids, uh, if you're not taking your kids with you, your kids are going to need some uh, some guidance from an adult figure that they trust. Or hot that you take, trust especially. hot
0: take. Don't leave your kids home alone. <laughs> 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 this has been Parenting Advice with Amelia and Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave your elementary school children by themselves.
1: <laughs> you might get in trouble. Uh, But so might they. So, yeah, uh, it's it's something that could be easily overlooked uh, if you are planning for absolutely everything else. You don't want to be a week before the convention and think, oh, no, I forgot a babysitter.
0: Yeah. And I think most of us probably aren't in that position, but I do think, you know, for me, there have been little things like, oh, I have to remember that on this day, you know, this kid has to go to a doctor's appointment or, you know, whatever. Um, And just making arrangements for those little things of like, oh, somebody has to go to summer camp or, oh, whatever. Um, And little things too, like making sure that I've left their insurance information with whoever's watching them and things like that, Um, especially if both parents are going in my case. That's not really an issue because I'm the only one going. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, stuff like, hey, make sure that people know how to get a hold of you and make mm-hmm. sure that you've left your insurance information and a consent for someone to take your children to the doctor in case they need to. Uh, That's you know, true. Just the little things.
1: That's something I have to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can send you a copy of the one that I've written up.
1: <laughs> Please do because that would be extremely helpful. Yeah. Like we mentioned before, uh, Get your car checked up get your oil changed uh even if you leave your car at home if there's an emergency it's probably a good idea to have a nice working vehicle um if somebody is watching uh, your house or watching your pets or your kids
0: i like to get a car wash before i go too that's nice it doesn't really matter because like i get bugs all over my car on the way there but i feel better about it,
1: it does i like feel having nice. a clean car it does feel nice
0: I like to not have all of those, you know, like wrappers and um, well, sticky little drawings yeah. on the windows. <laughs>
1: yep. Especially if you, uh, if you get one of those interior cleaning things as well.
0: Ooh, fancy.
1: Yeah, I know. Outside and inside.
0: Oh, Brian, you, you live so, my, my so lavishly.
1: I know. <laughs>
0: all right. So that's it for getting ready. Um, at least on our end, I think those are, those are the basics. It's. You know, none of that is earth shattering, but um, just to lay it out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, little things.
1: It's easy to lose focus and lose sight of all these little things.
0: So. Well, right. And like I said, that's, I mean, that's part of why I have such a long list is that I've gone through and written down every little thing that I can think of because it's like, well, a, I I like making lists. B, it's really fun to cross things off your list, even when they're really dumb, stupid things. Yeah. Um, and see, it's, it's really easy for something to just get overlooked at that last minute. Like, oh, I forgot that I have to, you know, mm-hmm. it, get a car wash. Or g- last year it was, I forgot to grab change for tolls. Um, oh, yeah. So I had to like stop off at like an ATM or something on the way there. Because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we don't have those in Wisconsin, but they do other places. Yep. <laughs> Stupid toll roads. <laughs> um, so with that kind of stuff out of the way, you're prepared, you're on your way. Now we move on to the actual convention itself. Yes. For a lot of us, conventions are a time to see our friends um, that we wouldn't get to see otherwise at all okay. throughout the year. And I find especially it can be really tough when there's so much other stuff going on. And this is especially true for those bigger conventions. I haven't found this to be an issue at like a catacomb because it's a pretty small hanging out with friends convention. Mm-hmm. Um, but for something like Gen Con... A lot of people have a lot of stuff going on. It's big. You're not necessarily all in the same place. You all have different schedules. But often the best convention memories are the time that you have with your friends rather than the time spent at a gaming table. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, like a lot of us have made arrangements to play those games with friends. But that's, you know, because you're with friends, not because of the game. So, Mm um Try to set aside at least a little bit of time just for purely social stuff. Even if you're not a super social person, it can be really kind of refreshing, I think. Even mm-hmm. if it's grabbing muffins in the morning at the Continental Breakfast, even if it's having dinner at 10 p.m. Last year, we did that every single night. We had a reservation for dinner at like 10 o'clock at night. And that was <laughs> the time to like actually hang out and talk because the rest of the day, everybody else had been off doing their various things. So that was kind yeah. of our time to come together and actually hang out. Mm-hmm. On that note, make sure you have contact for all the people that you want to hang out with. Um Everybody gets in touch different ways through Discord or Twitter or texting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But ahead of time, it's easiest to make sure that you have all that contact info so you can find people because, mm-hmm. um, again, especially at those bigger conventions, you're not going to yep. be able to stand in the middle of a room and just hope somebody walks by.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it can happen. It's happened before, but the, the chances are very slim when there's 50,000 other people there. Absolutely. Uh, another thing you want to keep in mind is... Try to be flexible. Plans tend to change at conventions, uh, but remember, it's supposed to be fun, uh, you know, not only for yourself, but for everybody. If things come up, just be understanding and uh, because things might come up for you as well. Uh, And just just try to be flexible with your time and and not not stress too much over things getting missed here and there because conventions are a whirlwind sometimes, and people can easily get caught up in it. Um, Another thing to think about is be courteous about your germs. Uh, Remember that hand sanitizer from before? Uh, Seeing old friends or new friends uh, you've only known from online can sometimes be filled with uh, hugs or handshakes. Uh, So before going into social situations with people, uh, get out that hand sanitizer and clean up your hands. Uh, if you're walking around the convention center, touching railings or vendor items, uh, you don't know what you're gonna be picking up along the way. So best to get ahead of the bunch and just sanitize those germs away whenever you can think about it.
0: Similarly, um, respect people's boundaries, along with all of those hugs and handshakes and things. Not mm-hmm. everybody is a big fan of contact. Yes. So just make sure to ask first. Um, as with anything else, consent is important. I know a lot of people Absolutely. who aren't big fans of hugs. I know a lot of people who are. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sort of in between. If I know you, I'm okay with it. And if I mm-hmm. don't, I'm kind of like, hmm. So you know, just ask first. Yep. You know, and same thing is like different people feel different about germs and have mm-hmm. different tolerance for those things too. Like I know a lot of people strongly recommend the hand sanitizer and I do believe in that. I also have like an iron immune system. So mm-hmm. I have never gotten concrud, knock on wood. <laughs> um in my in my four conventions that I've been to. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've worked in a hospital for fifteen years. I have two small children. Um my ex-husband worked in a school. My mom is a nurse. Like, I don't get sick. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but some people do. And some people just are like, mm, yeah, don't touch me. So, yeah, yeah just be respectful. It's, I mean, that's a big piece of advice always. Yeah,
1: I mean, throughout the whole convention, be respectful uh, of people's choices like that. Uh, you know, it's, it's easy to get swept up in things. Uh, I myself am a huge proponent of hugs. And I love giving and receiving hugs, but if somebody says I'd rather have a handshake, then I'll do a handshake. Not a problem. I'm still meeting somebody that I want to meet, and it's not like I have to feel disappointed that I can't give them uh, a hug back.
0: Yeah, especially if they don't want it. I don't want to give anybody anything they don't want. Exactly. That's not friendly. It's not. not. Aside from the social stuff, the other big reason that we go to these conventions, I guess depending on the kind of convention you're at, but I assume Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this show, one of the other reasons you go to conventions (laughs) is for the games. So Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about um, kind of preparing for that gaming experience that you'll have at a convention. The first point I want to make is to consider trying new games. Conventions are a great time to do that because there's a wide variety of games available, and a lot of them are a nice short intro. A lot of the one-shots run at conventions are meant specifically to introduce new people to games, so mm-hmm. they usually are at sort of an entry level. You're not expected to know the rules or, you know, the ins and outs of all the mechanics. A lot of times they've sort of prepared the characters for you, which eh, we all have. You and I have different feelings on, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a nice, quick way to get a feel for what the game is. Yeah. The other thing that I would strongly recommend being open to is trying new things with new people. Playing with strangers can be really stressful, and it's a thing that I was really hesitant about for a long time, both mm-hmm. in playing convention games and playing online with people. Um, and especially if you don't know the game very well, it can feel sort of intimidating and you don't want to go in and like make a fool out of yourself or anything like that. Right. Just remember that it might be a little bit bumpy at first, and that's okay it's, it takes a little bit of time to kind of feel things out.
1: Absolutely. Uh, even if there's, there's one other person at the table that, you know, even tangentially, that helps a bit. Uh, but if everybody that you sit down with is a complete stranger to you, um, just remember and keep in mind that after the game, they're not going to be strangers anymore they're going to be people that you have played with and have a shared experience with, which is going to be really cool. So hopefully that'll help get some of that anxiety uh, reduced a bit, knowing that in the future, these people might be your friends.
0: And on the other hand, if it doesn't go well, you don't really have to see these people again if you don't want to. So, exactly. you know, like there's that room to just, I, I, I felt, like you're like, everybody, let's be friends. And I'm like, <laughs> I never have to see these people again. So it can go either way. But just remember, like, if you're good, you know, if you do make a fool out of yourself somehow, like, eh, these people aren't going to remember you.
1: Exactly. Unless you're a big a convention. Really big fool out of yourself.
0: <laughs> right. Unless you're like a huge jerk. Um,
1: yeah. Or, or, I'm, I'm. I'm thinking. Okay, you went. Don't to the scare negative the people.
0: Don't scare the people, Ryan. You're not. Gonna, uh, you are all going to do wonderfully. Yeah. No one's going to make a fool out of themselves.
1: I was saying, being an amazing role player and providing an extremely excellent experience at the table that's unforgettable.
0: Fair, but then maybe yeah. they'd want to be friends with you. So
1: I mean, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, be open to doing things differently than you usually do as well. Uh, because no two tables are the same, uh, there's going to be a lot of times when you're going to be able to sit down at a game and maybe you want to play a more dramatic game when you're normally used to playing, uh, very farcical games with a lot of comedy in them or vice versa. Um, you know, take a, take a look at the, the event that you're joining, uh, and then get a read of the people that you're joining with and see, see what sort of tone you want to play with. Um, and if you want to get out of your comfort zone, uh, feel free to try it out because you're, you're, you only need to be there for what, two to four hours, and yep. then you can move on to the next thing. Absolutely. Also, uh, remember that people are at different levels. Uh, so someone at your table might be brand new to gaming and their impression of this experience could color how they feel about games moving forward, or maybe you're brand new to gaming. And other people will be leaving an impression on you. Uh, So try to make sure that it's a positive experience for them. And hopefully they will try to make sure it is a positive experience for you as well.
0: On that note of trying to make things a positive experience, remember your safety tools. Safety tools. Safety tools. Uh, I think it's episode seven of Character Evolution Cast where we talked about this. But... Some of the big ones that I really want to talk about, especially for those of you who are playing in convention games rather than running them. Um, If you are running them, please go listen to our safety episode. There's a lot of really good advice in there. Uh, But if you're playing games, remember that it's okay to speak up for yourself and it's okay to introduce those safety tools if no one else at the table does. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting down at a table and people are getting ready to start and nobody's talked about player safety, it's okay to be the one that brings that up. It's okay to scribble that X card. Uh, and put it in the middle of the table and explain to people how to use it. Um, Again, in our safety episode, Ryan very eloquently explains how to make an X card. Um, It's a line and another line and they meet in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, an X. But remember that your experience is just as important as everyone else at the table and you... Uh, have just as much right to be there. You also have a ticket to this game. Um, you should be able to express your needs and you should be able to have the experience that you deserve. Mm-hmm. Similarly, be respectful of the needs of others. Mm-hmm. Sometimes where other people draw the line is not the same as where you would put it. Sometimes the mm-hmm. things that people say, no, that's too much. You're like, really? That's okay, I guess. Um, but understand that you don't know their lives. You don't know where they've been and mm-hmm. you would want them to respect your lines and veils so just make sure that you respect theirs
1: yeah absolutely that is extremely important and if something that you are doing isn't fun or it feels uncomfortable it's always 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 okay to walk away uh don't do things you don't want to do is what it sums up
0: to you're a grown-up nobody can nobody can make you do stuff you don't want to do that's the beauty of being a grown-up you have waited your whole life for this now's your chance
1: Yeah. And if you're a child going to a convention uh, with your parents and are listening to this right now, um, you can also make those decisions for yourself. Uh, Just remember, if something feels uncomfortable to you or if something is not fun anymore because of what's going on at the table, you have every single right to walk away and get to a place of safety. Absolutely. Mm hmm. Also, make sure to take a look at the convention guidelines to know what to do in the case of a major safety issue. Uh, so maybe it not only crosses, uh, that uncomfortable, this is, you know, borderline really not good for me into like, this is just unacceptable behavior for anybody. Mm-hmm. You want to know what you can do at a convention who you have to contact to report the people that were uh, doing these sorts of offenses. Um, I haven't personally witnessed anything like this myself, but I imagine the bigger the convention, the more likely something is bound to happen somewhere. And Mm -hmm. it's definitely best to be prepared, uh, just like everything else with safety.
0: Yep. Uh, Another big thing that I really want to talk about, again, this applies especially to bigger conventions but even to smaller ones folks conventions can be a lot they can be really overwhelming Mm -hmm. for big ones like gen con overstimulation is real so it's crowded it's loud people are constantly bumping into you a lot of times people are not particularly polite about it Mm -hmm. um be aware of your own needs and listen to your brain there can be a huge fear of missing out mm-hmm. and a lot of times you don't want to step away because you're, you're worried about missing something. Mm-hmm. But remember that there's nothing wrong with taking a minute to find a quiet place and just breathe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's totally okay. And if it's what you need, go do it. And generally, like in my case, I get overstimulated really easily. Mm-hmm. I like loud noises, too many people. It's a lot. Um, So I have my schedule kind of set up that there are, kind of breaks throughout my day where i can walk away for a little bit Mm -hmm. but i also have friends that are aware that i get a little bit frazzled um and i can very easily say hey give me five minutes you know Mm -hmm. um and they're pretty okay with that social interactions can be really draining and that's okay Mm -hmm. it's totally okay to at the end of the day be like Wow, that was a lot. And for most of us that have those kinds of experiences, we still recognize that they're fun, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but at the end of the day, you're tired from it. It's okay. Allow yourself to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's okay sometimes to just not participate, even if something is on your schedule. Yes. My first year, I was... So incredibly overwhelmed and I had a lot of stuff going on like in my personal life before I went to the convention and things I had to deal with after. Mm -hmm. Um, I only knew like one person there. It was just a lot. Um, And it got to a point in one of the days where it was like the last thing that I want to do is go play a game where I don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. Like I just it's too much. It's you know. And so even though I had a ticket, I just decided, you know what, this isn't what I need to do right now. Yeah. And again, it goes along with that. Don't do things that you don't want to do. Um, it's okay to just say, you know what, this isn't what I need right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you don't want to both get overloaded, um, add more stress onto your plate, um, and basically fall into a uh, a trap of I need to do stuff for other people instead of myself. Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: The- and for those of us that get anxiety, um, A lot of times that's like a panic attack waiting to happen. Yeah. And I know that my first year, like by the end of my first or second day, it was just, it was so much that I like was out in the street, like walking back to my car and something else bad and unrelated happened. But I just like had this total meltdown and all I could think was like, oh my God, I want to go home. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, I recovered, and I went back to the convention, like, and I had a good time, but you really want to avoid getting to that point. You want to Mm -hmm. listen to the cues that your body is giving you, listen to the things that your brain is saying, Mm -hmm. and recognize that, like, this is what I need to do to continue to have a good time. And that's really what all of this is about, is what do I need to do to make this the best possible experience for myself? And if stepping away or leaving a little bit early at the end of the day or skipping out on a game or something is what you need to do, then go ahead and do that Mm -hmm. because this is about having fun.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, one easy way to have fun without having to be too much stress on your plate is to make plans with people that you are close to, uh, especially for the smaller stuff. Uh, So dinners are a great way to just relax and spend time with a few people. Where there's nothing on the line. You don't have to worry about performing. Uh, You don't have to worry about uh, thinking of cool things to add to the adventure or uh, listening to a panel because you're there because you want to soak in the information. Um, You're just there to have fun. You're just there to eat and talk about stuff and even if you just want to sit there in silence with each other, as long as you're you're there and relaxing, you're taking care of yourself.
0: Yeah, it's nice to have that time where you can just kind of be in the moment and not have to be on, you know, not have any sort of expectations. Usually when you do something like going to dinner with your friends, like there are no expectations of you. You can go yep. and just be yourself.
1: Yeah, uh, that's probably a good thing to, to say, hey, we're just going to do dinner. We're not going to pull out a game or something, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, And and that's perfectly okay. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of dinner, though, uh, make sure you're eating. That's very important for self-care. It's really easy to get busy at a convention and just forget to eat, Uh, especially if you accidentally pack your schedule completely full. You might not have time between events to actually just grab food. So it might even be worthwhile to check your schedule ahead of time And just have some gaps between your stuff so you have room to sit and eat. Um, You have what. Uh, Amelia puts as a meat body. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You do. You have a meat body. You have
1: a meat body. Uh, or as,
0: as I heard Aaron Katana-Sayas call it in um, one of the Game Closet episodes, uh-huh. um, a meat gundam.
1: <laughs> a meat gundam. Yeah, and that's I true.
0: I <laughs> never want to hear that phrase again. It makes me, it's so gross. But yes, as Aaron would say, you have a meat gundam.
1: Yep, you have a meat gundam. And it needs uh, fuel in the form of calories. So uh, feed it those sweet, sweet calories and uh, let it function so it can transform into a Super Gundam. I don't know how that works.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. Um, (laughs) You can ask Aaron. (laughs) I will say I tend to keep uh, little packs of trail mix in my bag. You can get like individually little um, little packs of trail mix. Mm-hmm. Those are a quick snack that has like a little bit of protein, a little bit of sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be filling. It doesn't take a ton of time. It doesn't take up a ton of room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The other thing is that I do tend to, because I am, I am the convention mom sometimes. I can't undo that. Um, <laughs> I do tend to keep like some candy and stuff in my bag for, yeah. uh, when friends get grumpy. Cause candy, it happens. Candy is
1: definitely good to have, um, I like the, those little granola bars, mm-hmm. uh, especially the ones that have uh, some more protein in it uh, mm-hmm. because protein's going to be probably one of the better things that you can eat uh, on the go at a convention like this because it's good for your brain, it's good for your body, um, and it's not going to slow you down as much as carbs are going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to want to have something that's not going to like overpower your backpack, don't have uh, something that you have to microwave, obviously.
0: Yeah. You don't need to bring a whole lunchbox. Yeah. Um, there'll, be, there'll be food around. But, yeah. um, you know, I don't always suggest eating con food. So yeah. having some, some quick things for when you, you know, feel your blood sugar dropping or you're getting mm-hmm. a little hangry.
1: Yeah. And you want to check the convention uh, rules as well, because there are some conventions that don't allow you to bring in external food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just be, uh, where aware of that. Uh, you might have to step out, uh, during a five minute bio break during the game or something like that. Uh, and just, uh, eat a granola bar in the bathroom, you know, whatever. Ew,
0: gross. Don't do that. <laughs> it's, I mean. <laughs> Go it's outside it's... the doors and eat your granola bar. Don't I guess you could do that too. Ew. Gross. Mr. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. Don't eat in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> just, just air. <laughs> Okay, it's, it might be smellier. Okay, we'll stop talking don't, about
0: that. <laughs> don't, don't
1: eat in the bathroom now. All right, don't eat in the bathroom.
0: Uh, the other suggestion I have, as I mentioned before, drink water. It's you just like do it. You're going to be talking all day. You don't want a sore throat. Uh, water's good for you. Drink just it. drink water. And also, in case I didn't mention it or you didn't hear it, drink water.
1: Yes, water. Uh, you need to stay hydrated. You need to keep that, uh, that blood flowing, um, and you need to be able to function adequately, uh, especially if you are going to have a lot of stuff in a row. Uh, it might produce a lot of time where you're just going to be sitting there and exhausted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and you got to take blood. care of that meat Gundam. Meat Gundam, yeah. It needs water and calories.
0: You know what uh, else it needs? Sleep. Sleep.
1: Yes. Uh, so yeah, get sleep. Even if it's just a few hours, your body needs to rest. Um, con crud is something that is real and is something that you want to avoid and missing sleep will not help your chances of staying healthy. Um, so don't stay up all night, uh, as tempting as it can be at times because you only see these people once a year, maybe. Mm-hmm you will thank yourself later going to bed at a semi-reasonable hour uh, mm-hmm. it, with enough time to get up and and do your normal stuff the next day. Um,
0: you're gonna be a little bit sleep-deprived probably because you know, yeah. you're know you gonna have stuff going all day, you're gonna wanna grab dinner, you're gonna wanna see people and do stuff and that's totally fine. Yep. It's, a, it's okay if you don't get your full eight hours of sleep at a convention, mm-hmm. but like try to at least get like four.
1: Yeah, um, a- absolutely. And you you also want to, if you have a morning routine that you absolutely need to do, set your alarm so you have enough time before your first events. Uh, If you have an event at like 8 in the morning, realize you might have to get up at 6 to do your routine, get breakfast, and get to the event in time.
0: Okay, but also remember this is your vacation a little bit, so relax.
1: That's true. But you know, a good shower. Oh, For sure.
0: For sure. But, like, it's okay if you don't do your hair. That's true. Nobody's going to say anything. Just have fun. Speaking of routines, though, take your meds, everyone. This is my announcement to all of you. Mm -hmm. As a uh, mental health aficionado and actual mental patient, take your meds. Mm -hmm. Um, If you take daily medication, it can be really easy to forget when you're out of your routine. Um, And especially at something like a convention where all kinds of stuff is going on and Mm -hmm. your brain is kind of working constantly. It can be really easy to forget but it's still really, really important. Yeah. Um, especially later when we get to talking about Condrop if you've been off your meds for a few days <laughs> um, who that's gonna hit you hard. So Absolutely. just make sure you're taking care of yourself.
1: Yeah uh, one thing you can do or consider doing is getting one of those reminder apps that you can download to your phone um, that you can put in when you need to take what meds and it'll actually alert you during those times. Uh, so that'll be a nice little, oh, yeah, hold on, let me take my medication, um, and then we can continue on with the adventure um, or whatever you're doing at that point.
0: Uh, and tell your friends to remind you, too, because I'm one of those yep. people that, like, looks at an alarm and I go, like, my watch buzzes at the right time every day. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I should do that. And then I get distracted. Um, that's very because true. Because that's what the medication is for, is to help me from uh-huh. getting distracted. Um, <laughs> doesn't help if I haven't taken it yet. Uh, but sometimes just having friends to remind you, um, mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, you doing that, buddy? And you know, similarly, remind your friends, mm-hmm. hey, you taking care of yourself?
1: Yeah, uh, especially if you have a friend that also uh, takes meds regularly throughout the day, it's probably good to buddy up and just say, hey, did you take your med yet? I'm just taking mine right now, and yours is right around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that little reminder can, can go a long way, not only for yourself, but for your friend as well. Absolutely. Uh, similarly, having some basic things like Advil or Tylenol on you, uh, is super, super helpful. I know, I believe a catacomb last year, I had the beginnings of a migraine starting mm-hmm. one of the days. If I didn't have Advil, I would have been dead that day. It would have been horribly bad the whole day. But, um, I, just having the headache gone allowed me to actually have fun. Uh, Because nothing is worse than trying to have fun when you have a a, a raging headache.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And especially like in places where it's loud and crowded and, you know, there's lots of fluorescent lights, it's pretty easy to get a headache. Mm -hmm. Um, So having some of that kind of stuff, you know, and just because you're walking around all the time too, like sometimes your back hurts, man. I'm old. Mm -hmm. Uh, My body, you know, I turned 30 and it was like the warranty's up. So that's pretty much
1: everybody. Yeah. Just
0: falling apart. Yeah.
1: Stupid human bodies.
0: Stupid meat gundos. <laughs>
1: stupid stupid <laughs> meat gundos. <laughs>
0: um, similarly, if you are the sort of person who takes something as needed for anxiety, like me, um, you know, for keeping those panic attacks at bay, um, it is good to have that available. I don't love generally like carrying medications around with me. I do have a few that I have to take kind of throughout mm-hmm. the day. Generally, I try to avoid like being a walking pharmacy um but do try to have some of that kind of stuff on you in case you need it mm-hmm. um i also will say as far as like you're packing and making your list and stuff if you do have other kinds of medication for things like um uh, migraines or something like that that you take as needed mm-hmm. um try and remember to pack at least some of those too because it mm-hmm. can be a real bummer when you don't have those things
1: absolutely and i would highly recommend having probably two separate containers uh, for them, one that you would carry with you at the convention, but one that you would leave in your hotel room or wherever you're staying just in case you happen to lose the ones that you have on your person. Um, yeah. That way you're not stuck without anything, especially if it's something important like anxiety medication or heart medication or whatever.
0: Absolutely. So you've survived the convention. You mm-hmm. had a great time. You bought more things than you should have. You Too were maybe things. a little irresponsible. You're exhausted. You're finally getting home. Now what? Condrop. Condrop. <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about Condrop.
1: Yeah, Condrop is. You've had this weekend full of fun. You met some amazing people. You may have met some new friends that might actually become uh, friends for life. You maybe met some of your favorite online personalities. You're on top of the world. You could conquer anything. And then you get home. And you're just going to have to buckle up because Condrop Drop is right around the corner.
0: It depends for a lot of people. Um it kind of starts at different times. So Mm -hmm. it can come kind of the evening of the final day of the convention, like that morning when you're, like that last afternoon or whatever, when you're saying goodbye to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it comes like when you get home and you have to sort of start your normal life routine and you're like, what Mm -hmm. is this? Why do I have to go to work? And why are there no RPGs at work? Uh Um, Sometimes it's, you know, two weeks later when you start to like miss everybody. Uh, it's definitely something that you kind of need to prepare yourself for, um, and realize is going to happen. I don't, yeah. I don't know entirely if I had it after my first Gen Con because I didn't have like a super good time. Mm-hmm. I think I did a little bit. Um, but definitely last year it was just brutal. Yeah. It was brutal. It was awful.
1: It, so it can yeah. be, it can hit you something fierce. Um, yeah all those amazing experiences that you had, uh, came with rushes of actual endorphins or other things that stimulate your brain muscles into feeling amazing while well, having a bunch of fun. Um, and you've done that for one to five days straight. Uh, and now it's time to get back into real life. And that can hit people really hard. Um, you're going to have a completely different body chemistry of effectively after the convention. And that's going to take a little bit of getting used to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So your brain releases all those endorphins and those happy chemicals that feel really great. And so you've essentially been like medicating yourself with your own brain for five days. Mm-hmm. So um, when you get back home and those things start to wear off and you start to get back to your normal life and your you know normal level of brain chemicals, um, it can be a real bummer and mm-hmm. it kind of it, it can feel really bad. Um, especially when, you know, it's back to, like, the stress of normal life and, you know, things like, oh, what do you mean I have to, like, clean my toilet and make dinner? It's like, yeah. this is not fun at all. No. So it can be just – it can be a lot. And it's more than just um, – it's more than just, like, getting back to normal. It's not, like, a baseline. Mm-hmm. It's it's lower than that. Yes. Um, and, you know, and not to scare anybody off because it, it doesn't last super long. Mm-hmm. Um, but just prepare to feel that way. There is a, I think, there is a level of, like, okay, I'm glad to be done. Yes. You know, like, I, I hit that last day and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to be home in my own bed. I'm ready mm-hmm. to, like, you know, just kind of have my routine back and that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, but also, if I could do that with more games and also friends,
1: yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's just something to watch out for because it's exhausting. Uh, you're going to feel physically and mentally drained at times uh, if it hits you. Um, some worse than others, and especially if you have responsibilities right afterwards, uh, it's going to it's going to hit you pretty hard. Um, as, yeah, I have
0: a 6.45 a.m. meeting the day after I get home.
1: Yeah, I have a, a 9.45 doctor's appointment the day after I get home.
0: Nice. Um,
1: so that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and Con going to hit you worse if you actually caught a bug at the convention. You could end up sick on top of all of that uh, exhausted feelings. Uh, that's, that's called Con Crud. We mentioned it earlier today. Uh, something you want to avoid but sometimes it is unavoidable. It happens. Mm-hmm.
0: So how to prepare for this? Mm-hmm. It's like we said, it's it's gonna happen. So you know, like there's not really a good way to just like not um, unless you had a terrible time at the convention, which I hope isn't the case. <laughs> uh, if you work for a living, um, which most of us work for a living,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but if you are not you know <laughs> self-employed, <laughs> let's say, and you have the vacation days to spare, Consider taking an extra day afterwards to let yourself recover. Mm -hmm. I generally try to do this. A lot of conventions go to go through Sunday, and I usually try to take the Monday off, either to be home and decompress or to allow myself that little bit of extra time, so I'm not like rushing to like Mm -hmm. get home Sunday night and then get up Monday morning. You know, to like just sort of allow myself to have that um, relaxation. Mm -hmm. So you know, if you can take that Monday off. It, it is helpful. You know, I know not everybody can do that, but it's it's definitely, you know, it's the vacation from your vacation that everybody always jokes about. Yep. But give yourself time to, like, come home, get a full night of sleep, unpack a little bit, you know, just rest. Mm-hmm.
1: Resting is definitely helpful during those periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more days that you can afford to take off, probably the better. Two, three, maybe even the following week. Uh, would be nice to take off just to reflect on everything and get things back in a normal mode at home.
0: Who are you, Mr. Vacation Days? Or take an extra week days. off after my week off. I mean
1: <laughs> I'm saying if you can afford it, I obviously cannot. Um uh, well maybe not obviously, but I, I definitely cannot.
0: If there hadn't been seven snow days this past winter, I probably could have. Exactly. But, um also I went to Disney World.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> uh, but if you can't take those extra vacation days off, uh, you may want to keep yourself extra hydrated for the next following few days. Uh, keep your energy level up. Keep eating um, and try to get plenty of sleep, uh, especially that Sunday or, or the day before you get back to your normal life. Uh, just get some good sleep because you don't want to get back into your routine Exhausted.
0: Yeah, and any planning that you can do, kind of ahead of going to sort of let yourself ease back into it. You know, if you can do some stuff at work ahead of time, so you don't have such a huge workload when you get back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anything you can do to kind of help your help ease yourself back into normal life. Mm-hmm. Another big suggestion that I have for people is make future plans. Yeah. I have found that the letdown after that fun weekend is always lessened a little bit, um, especially in the case of Gen Con. It's always lessened a little bit by knowing that I have a catacomb like three months later. Yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, I have something else to look forward to. You know, I had this great weekend, but I know that I have something else coming up. Yeah. So try to make plans with those friends mm-hmm. again or, you know, have something else coming up um, that you can kind of look forward to, even if it's like, Oh, Christmas, you know, whatever it is, um, just to kind of get yourself through, because knowing that you have something else coming up to look Mm -hmm. forward to can really ease that a little bit.
1: Yeah, and if you are making new friends at a convention, uh, you could probably even set up dates for online games later on, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then those can happen whenever you are all free, Um, and that could be something that you can plan to look forward to.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, Especially in a big convention like Gen Con, where a lot of people put all of their energy into it,
0: Mm -hmm. uh, especially
1: creative types, uh, you know, like us. Uh, (laughs) 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 After the convention's over, generally their schedules free up a lot because before the convention, it's we got to get ready for this thing now, and it's right around the corner, and we're still not ready. Uh, I have no idea what that's like. I'm just kidding. That's what I'm living right now.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) But afterwards, I can see that our free time is going to go up quite a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. And we'll be able to allow ourselves uh, fun little things like playing games online with friends or doing things just for fun and not for a podcast. I don't know
0: what that is. What? (laughs) What? I don't I literally don't know what fun is <laughs> what do you mean we're not podcasting or editing or researching or outlining or uh-huh writing I don't, don't know just play a I, game I told my mom yesterday I was like why didn't I pick hobbies that don't have deadlines
1: uh-huh
0: Oh, gosh. Don't do it, kids. It's a mistake.
1: (laughs) Podcasting. Why?
0: (laughs) Podcasting. Never again. Except uh, in a couple weeks when you have another idea.
1: Uh Yep. (laughs) Oh, gosh. First one's free.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. It's the second one that is because you already have all the equipment, and that's where they get you, Ryan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Those devious podcasting Cabal people, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's the um, the International Secret Society of Podcasting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Isp. The
1: laughs>
0: okay, uh huh. ISP. Can I cut all this out? Yes, <laughs>
1: that's, that's the ISP of uh, of the podcasting world. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's what those internet service providers are hiding.
0: No, this one has two S's: International Society, International Secret Society of Podcasting.
1: I guess that makes sense but the, there's a there's an S that secret in normal isp so
0: oh okay <laughs> do you want to read our last bullet point Ryan?
1: <laughs> might as well <laughs> so <laughs> so just recognize that condrop is probably going to happen uh it's a bummer but most of your friends are probably feeling the same way as well And sometimes just knowing that it's coming is a huge help. So just keep that social safety net going, talk to people, gripe about con drop together. Uh that in and of itself can probably help take your mind off of things a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, really, we hope that you all have a great Gen Con. If you're coming to Gen Con. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whatever convention you're going to, I really hope you have like the best time. Um, They have been, oh gosh, just wonderful for me. Like I've, Gen Con 2017 was my first one um, and dang, they're they're fantastic. They're a lot. They're stressful, Mm -hmm. um, but totally worth it, at least in my opinion.
1: Absolutely. Um, So
0: to anybody that is going to one soon or, you know, in the far future, I hope this information is helpful to you. Mm -hmm. I hope that you have a great time. Um, And let us know. Let us know how it goes. I want to hear all about your Mm -hmm. fantastic experiences. And if you have other advice that we didn't mention here, absolutely let us know, too, because we'd love to pass that on to people.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and we'll try to pull together um, some checklists uh, for people in case they they want to have, like, kind of a standardized thing or at least a base point uh, Mm -hmm. to, to look at to figure out what they should probably be bringing to a con that might help. Um, but the point of this episode was to help reduce your anxiety a little bit. Um, I know some of the points that we pointed out might be a little anxiety inducing, but just know that we, we pointed them out just so you know, ahead of time that it's a possibility. So yeah,
0: again, like I said, most of this episode is the, the knowledge is power form of thinking. So either things that we want you to know about that could potentially be issues or things that might be really obvious, but uh, sometimes are worth being reminded of
1: absolutely so go out there have fun uh play some amazing people
0: yes <laughs> uh, create some play some yeah tell us about them yeah just have the best time
1: mm-hmm. yeah have fun everyone
0: character evolution cast like character creation cast is a production of the one shot podcast network and can be found online at www.charactercreationcast.com. Head to the website to get more information on our hosts and guests, or even find some of our character sheets. Character Creation Cast can be found on Twitter at creationcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amelia Antrim, and I can be found on Twitter at gingerreckoning. Our other host, Ryan Bolter, can be found on Twitter at Lord Neptune. Music for this episode is used with a Creative Commons license or with permission from the podcast it originated from. Further information can be found within the show notes. This episode was edited by Amelia Antrim. Further information for today's guest can also be found in the show notes. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we find that the best part of any role-playing game is character creation. So go out there and create some amazing people. We'll see you next time. We got to read some show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. Show blurbs. (laughs) Character Creation Cast is hosted by the One Shot Podcast Network. If you enjoyed our show, visit oneshotpodcast.com, where you'll find other great shows like Arms of the Tide.
1: Arms of the Tide is an actual play about fighting for what's right in an original magic technological world on the brink of catastrophe using the mutants in the night system. Join Quinn, Joe, Chanel, and John, and revel in the laughs and gasp at the drama, while the only things standing against the apocalypse are a robot with a fondness for stray cats, a wolf made of living plants with a bad case of depression, And a private eye who's so done with all of this.
0: Waveforms!
1: Delicious waveforms. All right. Yeah, I think that's good.
0: Let's do this thing.
1: Wait. Oh, I got a knock on the door. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Okay my cottage neighbor, decided to drop by without notice again.
0: Mmm, love that.
1: Because he loves to uh, discuss the the drama of the cottage area for some reason.
0: Oh, it's important. Got to be up to date on that cottage drama, that hot cottage drama.
1: (laughs) Hot, yep, the hot cottage gossip.
0: Yep. Uh, Love me that cottage gas.
1: Yeah, no kidding. No, <laughs> it's. I am so. I am so, I'm just around the corner from getting that thing off of me, my plate completely.
0: You can get the other hot cottage gas. I can go over to your cousins.
1: I could. I
0: yeah. They can I, have I all just, the gas, but then what are you yeah, going to do with all that hot cottage gas?
1: Well, they're kind of the 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 target of the gossip.
0: <laughs> <gasps> oh my god. The plot thickens. (laughs) Tell me your hot cottage... No, I'm just kidding. Let's record. (laughs) Let's do an actual podcast.
1: (laughs) Let's do an actual podcast. We're not two friends talking about hot cottage guests. We're two friends talking about role-playing games.